You know, it was amazing. They were like, we're going to let you just tell us how you want to deal with your maternity leave. So for the first few months, they gave me some space and I went into the office to show the baby, you know, see the team. And then from January, they asked, you know, do, are you ready to start a conversation or not? And so it was really at my pace. Same for the kid days. And I'm super happy that every time I had a call, it was like, so how is your son? Gamesite presents the Game Changer Podcast with host Adam Joseph. Hello and welcome to the Game Changer Podcast brought to you by Gamesite. That clip was from the panel discussion on returning to customer success following maternity and paternity leave. In today's episode, you'll hear from leaders at Box, Brandwatch, and Keystone Academic Solutions. They discuss how to prepare for leave by handing over existing responsibilities and what they had to do to combat the physical, mental, and professional challenges and changes of having a newborn. And now, your host, Adam Joseph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Gainsight Game Changer podcast series. I'm Adam Joseph, the Director of Customer Success at Gainsight. So I'm really excited about the subject of today's pod as it's based on a topic that I have spoken about on an individual basis to many customer success professionals in the past, but to the best of my knowledge has never been discussed in an an open environment such as a podcast or a blog. And that's a challenge of working in a customer success environment, but being out for an extended period of time for either maternity or paternity leave. So let's face it, having kids is one of the biggest life experiences any of us can go through. And as a dad of two, I can speak from personal experience. Now, my kids are 16 and 14, so I'm talking about something that happened to me a long time ago. But I can acutely remember just taking a few weeks off each child. And I found actually returning back to work really challenging. It was difficult to feel that I should be in two places at once. And the other challenges, of which there were many, but the two I'll talk about the most are the physical and emotional challenges that I faced. It took me a a while, actually, to find the right balance between being the best dad I could be, but also being the best customer success professional that I could be as well. Well, I'm thrilled that we're going to be able to talk about these challenges head on in this podcast. Joining me today are a fantastic panel of people that are either on or have just returned from either maternity or paternity leave to talk about their experiences and pass on some of their learnings as well. So first of all, join me in welcoming Aud Eberlin, who's the VP of Global Customer Success at Brandwatch, who's on maternity leave. And I'm also thrilled to be joined by another two people who have now returned to customer success roles after being out on either maternity or paternity leave. Violaine Azico, who is the Director of Customer Success Management at Box, and Tom Collier, who is the Director of Customer Success at Keystone Academic. Welcome to you both as well. Hi, Adam. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. So what I'd love to do to to kick things off is if I can get each of you to to, uh, intro yourselves, but as well as a quick intro as a bit of an icebreaker question, if you had to pick one album, genre of music, sing or band that you want to play to your child in the hope that they'll love it throughout their life, what would it be? 
So for me, I, I'm a massive Motown fan. So whether it's, and this is where I'm showing my age, right? Sam Cooke, Marvin Gaye, the Supremes. I've tried really hard for the, to get the kids to love all that. Unfortunately, we, we just tend to have a lot of drum and bass and I can't even describe some of the music that they like. But what, what kind of music do you love that you hope your kids inherit? Why don't we start with, Odd? can I get you to go next? Yeah, no problem. So thank you for having me and having us ready to speak about the topic like that. So my name is Odie Berlin. I'm a VP of Customer Success for Emerging Accounts at Brandwatch. I'm still on maternity leave. Have a, it's my first child. He's almost 10 months old, going back in three weeks to work. And for it's more, I really love Hans Zimmer, which is a score composer for movies. And I would just love listening to it because he adds so much to movie. And I really hope that my son is going to like appreciate the effort to bring like a story to life through music like this. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you for that. Theo, do you want to jump in next? Yeah, sure. So yeah, again, um, back to what we just said, I think it's great to talk about that unusual topic as well, because that's something that we hear about a lot. So thanks, Adam, for bringing that up. So yeah, so I look after CS Adbox uh, for EMEA, and I'm also the co-founder of a community in Europe called Customer Success Network for CS Practitioners. And I had a son a year ago. And I went back to work in October, so I had a five-month mat leave. I was extremely excited to go back to work. So and also it's been a challenge, obviously, like mixing the, the priorities with the child and, and going back to work. And I think with the lockdown as well, I realized how much I loved nurseries, but getting there. In terms of music, as I'm a girl from the 80s, I hope my son is going to be a big fan of Depeche Mode, oh. um, which is my fave of all times. So hopefully he's going to listen to that every single day from now on. Yeah, I must admit, my, my absolute 80s is, is, is <laughs> radio station I listen to the most. I can't get enough of it. And finally, Tom, and can I say, I'm really thrilled because when I was putting this podcast together, I wanted to get perspective, not just from myself, but make sure we had a balanced viewpoint from both the male and female experience. So really thrilled that you're joining us today. If you can intro yourself to everyone, that'll be wonderful. Yeah, my name's Tom. I'm from Maidstone in Kent, but I've been living in Norway for about six years now. And obviously in Norway, we get very generous paternity leave so last summer I worked part-time one day a week for three months and it was really nice yeah and I hope that when my daughter grows up she can come to Glastonbury Festival with me and enjoy some of the music there Alt J, Ben Howard have a good time. Have you been to Glastonbury before Tom? Yeah I made it I worked in a burger van there when I was 16 (laughs) and ever since then I was hooked I went back maybe six seven years in a row and then I've even come back over from Norway the last few years but since my daughter came I haven't been for a few years so I'll probably wait until she's old enough yeah you need to get those headphones I see some of the kids there where you know the the noise cancelling headphones would probably be a good investment yeah yeah one day I'm sure (laughs) I look forward to it All right. Well, thank you all. So just to get into the the main thrust of the conversation, I think the way that we're going to structure the pod is is to think about going on maternity and paternity leave in in three separate acts, if you want. The first act is thinking about as you prepare to, to go on extended leave. So how do you start planning that? When do you start planning it? How can you make sure you're, you know, do you hand over your responsibilities or just hopefully pick them up when you get back? How do you manage that? 
The second is actually while you're on maternity and paternity leave, do you have a complete separate lifestyle? You can have a complete break from work and then kind of get your head back into gear as and when you go back or do, do you kind of have keep in touch days? And then finally, kind of coming back into work. As I mentioned, even when I just had, I think, two or three weeks out, I found it really challenging to get my, my head in the right place. I felt that my, my knowledge had somehow, even in two or three weeks, had become old and I had to catch up and I felt like I needed to prove myself. And that was just after two or three weeks. So how it might be if, if some of you have taken a, a whole year out, I'm sure can be challenging. So let's start at the beginning as in terms of when you, you start to go out on or thinking about preparing to go on maternity or, or paternity leave. So clearly, you know, we're all busy people. We've got a large portfolio of responsibilities. When and how did you plan start to hand over some of your existing responsibilities? Oh, can I maybe start with you? Is this is probably something you, you, you would have done not that long ago in terms of starting off the plan for your maternity leave? Yeah, no problem. So me, I like planning documents and stuff, so I actually enjoy doing that. And luckily for me, the person covering for me is someone internal. So, you know, they, they was like, it was quick enough in terms of I could start handing over before I left, which was great. For me, I started probably two months before actually I had my, my last day. I would say try to plan as early as possible because for me actually I didn't finish my handover because my son came five weeks early uh, I was still supposed to work so try to do it as early as possible I would say so for me I just created a document with a lot of links to different things and I kind of categorized by theme and in priorities as well so it covered like from the team in terms of roles and responsibilities the development plan the previous reviews even I did a nine box exercise to kind of highlight potential risk in the team, whether we're out of the career, et cetera, to things more process oriented, like forecasting and really important documents. So, and so when I left, because my son came early, actually the person had everything there. Even if we hadn't finished covering everything, at least he had a lot to work on. <laughs> now that, that makes sense. And Tom, if I can hand it over to you, what about with you as you obviously started building up towards going on leave and was it hard to let go? Were, were you able to do that or did you still feel responsible even when you were meant to be off? It was quite hard to let go of some of my customers. So I've been working with them for many, many years. Originally I sold them. So it was a bit sad to say goodbye and um, pass them over to a new customer success manager. But it was overdue that I did this, and it was actually a really positive out outcome that I got forced to hand over to someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when you when you went on left, Sophia, maybe I put this one to you. When you were you obviously at working at a company such as Box, you couldn't have been the first person to to kind of go down this journey. Was there already a plan set up in place, or was the onus on you to create it, or is it different for every person in every role? How did you find that? Yeah, I think it, it's it varies. I think there's it's it's us in a way to create that plan. There's lots of support anyway to uh, to make sure we have the right the right backups, the right people who could take over, etc. And I was lucky enough, um, same as old, I guess, to have a peer taking over the the team in terms of being the point of contact, supporting the team day to day, and also the chance to have two outstanding managers in the team, Dave and Laura, to name them, that that just managed the team while I was off. I think I was also pretty lucky to know that the team was self-sufficient in a way. I mean, 
we had put in place lots of materials and framework around things to uh, deliver to our clients. So I think they, they reached a point before I left where they were autonomous enough to do things a lot on their own, which was great. And I think they had their best quarters while I was off, <laughs> which is good to see. So I think on, on that case, I was yeah, extremely lucky with the team that I had. And the plan, yes, I had to create it myself and make sure that I, I handed over everything before. It was kind of easy to let go because I trusted them 100%. So it was super easy to do. And I'm just wondering, obviously, for those of you that work for larger companies, clearly there will be more of a defined HR process. I'm sure there were people before you that had gone down this path and you were able to create quite structured programs. Has anybody got any advice for if you work at a, a startup or a smaller business whereby you don't necessarily have structured HR processes or people around, you know, you might be the only person in customer success. I know most of you work for slightly larger businesses, but does anybody have any advice or thoughts? for someone who maybe is working at a, a startup or an early stage business? Yeah, sure. So <laughs> I can take it if you wish. Yeah, please, um, yeah. I think, I think in that case, if you're the only one on the ground, I believe the, uh, the rest of the leadership team or the co-founders or so should be the one actually taking over and making sure they keep the continuity and keep the work that has been done and put in place by the, the one who's going on Pat or Matt Leave. So that's super, super important. That continuity to me is critical. And I think, yes, that's the, that's the role of the co-founders or leadership team to take over. Fantastic. Thank you. So clearly, I, I think what I'm hearing from everyone is having a structured plan because you're never quite sure when the big event is going to happen anyway, because I've yet to meet anyone whose baby was actually born on the due date. <laughs> Mine on my both were actually both two weeks overdue. So you, you, you can never exactly plan. It's very different from going out on some other kind of leave because you're never quite sure it's when, it, when it's going to happen. But I think being very structured, having the support of those around you and, and trying to make sure that you're thinking about all different eventualities are clearly some of the themes of, uh, coming across. So let's kind of shift the paradigm now from you've tried to put in as much preparation in the build up to leaving on mat or, or a paternity leave. And now you're actually on extended leave. So I'm just interested how many of you actually had a plan to keep active from a business perspective during maternity or paternity leave, or those of you that just said, no, I'm going to take this as a complete break and focus purely on, on childcare. And obviously, as you got near the end of that process, did what you planned to do match up with the actuality? Tom, I wonder if I can come to you, you first and get your perspective on this. Yeah, well, I plan to work just one day a week over the summer for three months when things were a bit quieter. So the day that I was working and I was in the office, I was just super focused, like a laser, just keeping my head above on top of my tasks that I had to do. But it was a bit difficult to the other days when I was looking after the baby. It's exhausting mm. looking after a baby by yourself. So I didn't get any work at all really done on those days. It just never materialized. And I would, mm. I would still check my email daily. And if there was a crisis, I might do take some action. But most of the time, my customers, my colleagues, they all understood that I was at home with the baby. They couldn't reach me. And they, they were fine with that. Mm. Yeah, it was fine. Or maybe if I, I turn it over to you, did, did you have any kind of keeping contact days or, or is that ramped up as time has gone on? Or were you able to keep either formal or even informal relationships with, with your team or the wider business while you've been off? Yeah, so the first four months, I only scanned through my emails, kind of doing some cleanup, just leaving like deleting a lot and then keeping unread some emails. I'm like, okay, the day I'm going to really spend time 
kind of going back to the business world, I'm going to have a look at it. But I was focusing on my child first. And then it's more like, I would say just for me after Christmas, where I started to kind of, you know, use some of my kid days, listen to podcasts a bit more, get a bit more active and reading through like the customer success network. And I started to have calls with my peers, my team again as well, just to understand what was going on, you know, how things change because business like can change so quickly and understanding where the product was, et cetera. And also like with the industry we're in, just fast pace. So I started slowly to connect a little bit, but it was not massive. And you see the using the kid days to also like doing some training or some listening to some enablement sessions. So I started to slowly getting in my brain a little bit doing something else than baby <laughs> but it was really kind of early stage and one thing I started to do after Christmas as well was like trying to do a bit of work on my branding again to try, try to understand what I, what were my priorities at this time because I, I have changed you know when you have a baby it's a new life you're responsible for and you, you might change. So it was time as well for me to ask myself the hard questions. What do I want? And I also used the customer success network to talk to people that went through the same in a leadership role going back. So I was ready then for my go-to work uh, conversation. Hmm. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, something as 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 huge in your life as having a child, it, it, I mean, of course, it's going to change you. And there are going to introduce new challenges that maybe you haven't faced before. But also, I've definitely talked to CSMs that have been off for an extended period. And definitely, as you think about coming back, and I can imagine that there are several, you know, some mental health issues, actually, that as you kind of think about loss of confidence, have things moved on? Am I, how am I going to go back? Are people expecting me to be the same person that I was before that I am now? There's a lot of pressure there, felt pressure. And even without thinking about maternity or paternity care, I think anyone who's been off from work for a long time will feel that, that pressure and to be that, that maybe that rock star you were before. Vio, does that resonate with, with you in terms of as you kind of come back in and thinking about those challenges and, and how you dealt with them? Yeah, totally. So I think while you can have a plan to do lots of things in your matli, like keeping active, getting in touch, etc. In reality, when you go into that, it's it's a different world, right? So I had a very traumatic delivery birth. So it took me a couple of months to just get, get back to a normal life. I think your body and your mind is a bit fucked up. You need to take some time to recover physically and mentally to make sure and to, to see how you can go back to a normal life. So obviously, just when I um, remember at the time, like a year ago, I was like just going back to work and standing a day, uh, talking to lots of colleagues a day. I was like, I'm not, I'm not sure I can do that again. So it's not about loss of confidence, just about, yeah, physically and mentally. Am I ready to go back? But then, of course, after a couple of months, I was like, okay, I need some brain activities. I need to be excited again. And mm. I couldn't wait to go back to work because that's the way I am as well. And I like working, believe it or not. So I really wanted to get back. But again, it takes a lot of time. And I think people do not talk a lot about that period where, yes, you need support and you need time to really recover and be back to your normal self mm. if, if, if it's ever possible again. And I think obviously we're, we're speaking very much from a personal perspective here, but I, I think there is 
duty of care that that are the the companies that employers have as well to create a culture whereby you find that right balance when people are off of respecting that they're off there for childcare, but also when you come back, which nicely leads us into the kind of the third and final part, which is actually coming back into work following maternity or paternity leave and looking at the actuality. So has the company moved on? Are you going into a different role? I know some people that have left their business going on maternity leave and started a brand new company, which, which has even got increased challenge. But even where that isn't the case, it's inevitable, even if you look at the amount of digital transformation that's gone on in the last two or three months alone with everything COVID, if you've been off for that entire period, coming back now, if you're used to going into an office and you're coming back into a virtual role, even if we haven't been off, we've all found that tough. So let's move the conversation on now to that you have gone back to your existing role at at your company. Tom, maybe if I can Come, come back to you. What did you find were some of the challenges after coming back from paternity leave specifically? I was a bit sad when the paternity leave ended. It ended. I was actually really enjoying it. My daughter was obviously learning a lot of new things at that time. She was rolling, starting to crawl. But yeah, I do enjoy my do- job, but it was great to temporarily try something different and be at home mm. looking after a, a small child so much. And yeah, luckily I've got another one coming in October so I can do it all over again next year. Yeah, amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And Old, I know in previous conversations we've had that you, you that kind of resonated with you as well about having the space to make sure that you were comfortable. Is that is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was, you know, it was amazing. They were like, we're gonna let be just tell us how you want to deal with your maternity leave. So for the first few months they gave me some space. And I went into the office to show the baby, you know, see the team. And then from January, they asked, you know, are you ready to start a conversation or not? And so it was really at my pace, same for the kid days. And I'm super happy that every time I had a call, it was like, so how is your son? It's not even just going to business. It was first, how are you? How is your son, et cetera? And really caring and wanting to have really honest conversation. They are like, you know, what do you want? Basically, they really wanted, in a way, a win-win. I don't really like the term because it sounds really businessy, <laughs> but that I, they want me to go back to a role I, I like, I'm passionate about and I'm motivated. And that's what I want. And at the same time, I want still to have an impact in, a, in the company and learn and being excited about coming to work. And that's what the conversations are all about at the moment. Fantastic. And and Tom, I, I know you and I both feel very strongly about this, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm going back a number of years now and I'm sure the, the legislation is different. And I know legislation for paternity leave differs from one country and region to another. But I think we'd both encourage as many men to be a part of this and to take paternity leave and, not, and, and try and enjoy the experience as well, right? Yeah, definitely. I think employers should really encourage that. It, it makes, it would make a male CSM, more calm, more patient, more loyal. Um, Yeah, parents are the ultimate multitaskers. So that is what employers should do, encourage men to take extended paternity leave and really bond with their small baby. Mm -hmm. And then as as a kind of final point, how have you all found that balance? So I think we've all probably got a view on this for, for, for especially those of you that are now back in the workplace. Obviously, it's fine to have that plan and try and juggle when you're going to be in kind of work mode and when you're going to be in parent mode. <laughs> it's interesting now, most of us are still in the virtual 
you know, we're all working from home. I don't know if that helps or, or not, but I, I'd love to finish the conversation for those of you that have returned back to work and, and just asking how actually you found the balance and even some points of advice that you might give to others starting off on this who might fear getting overwhelmed coming back. Tom, what about, what about you? How have you kind of, now, as you look at things today, finding that balance? It is hard to find the balance, but I always try and prioritize family first. And um, one thing I'm lucky to have is a short commute. So I can get home like pretty early, quarter past or quarter to six, half five, four yeah. days a week, and then really spend some quality time with my family. And just yeah, that that's what I recommend. Just try and put the baby and the family first. And Odd, what what about you as you kind of consider what kind of getting closer now to returning back to the workplace? Any any kind of thoughts you've got about how you're gonna find that balance? Have you got very specific timings in mind or days where you're gonna be on or off? What what's the plan? Yeah, so for me, I'm not going to go back full time. I'm going to start with four days a week. But they allow me, especially because obviously I'm going to work from home at the beginning when I go back. But I was super excited to go to the office and see humans, see people. <laughs> but this is not going to happen. But we, we're going to have a nanny because we didn't want full time nursery. But we're going to have a nanny, a little bit of nursery, and then my husband is going to look after him for a day, and then the rest is going to be me. But I have flexi hours. So, you know, if, if I want to look after my son during the day and then work in the evening, I can. So they're really flexible for that. And I just wanted, because I forgot to mention something earlier in terms mm. of what company can do, is like create a community. Like we have a Slack channel for parents within a brand watch and oh, great it's, idea. Am- it's amazing the support that you get from all the people that went through so especially during lockdown they share activities tips and things like this and has been great and we have also a mental health program that is not only for maternity leave paternity leave for everything but even having like access to something like heads- headspace to do like you know meditation and things like this was really helpful and it just support all over the place. It was really, really great. It's just little things that can help you so much. For sure, for sure. And Vio, if I if I can finish with you, obviously you've been back a little while now. How have you found the, the balance and any, any kind of tips or advice for anyone else out there? Yeah, so as I said, I think I was extremely excited to get back to work back in October. And I think, or well, I thought it didn't change my priorities in terms of work ambitions and how I wanted to see my career path, etc. And it's still the case, right? But in terms of logistics, when you have a child, well, you have to adapt. And I think accepting that was to me the toughest part. So making sure that, well, your day are not that focused. They are not that, I mean, you have some slots in the day where you can be focused and you can work, except in a lockdown situation, of course. But then you might have to, to work at evenings or at weekends. So it changes a bit the routine and the rhythm and pace you can have. So I think that to me was the toughest part to adapt to that. Now, again, like same as old, I think Box is doing lots of stuff for, for parents as well in terms of Matt and Pat leave. So fathers, for example, have three months partly, which is great, I think. They're also having some slight chance for parents there. They've shared like lots of activities. So they're really, really supportive, which I think is, is brilliant, honestly. But yeah, I think in terms, of, in terms of tips, it's just like, yes, sure, revisit your priorities. But again, if you still believe, like you're still ambitious for your work, etc., do not let it go mm-hmm. and try to find the right logistics and the right pace that works for you and your family. But yeah, don't give up. Yeah. And I think the final thing I'll say as well is 
it's okay to not be okay when you get back. It's and, and it's really important that organizations and, and Gainsight are wonderful for this. And vulnerability is seen as a strength. It's okay to communicate if you know things, if you're finding the balance slightly off kilter. It's really important that you, you've got the, the confidence and the ability to talk to your colleagues and talk to your manager and not not hide from that, but embrace it and, and allow others to help. I think that would be a, a key bit of advice that I would have. Yeah, and to, add, to add to that as well, I think the, uh, the COVID-19 situation just emphasized all of this as well. I think as we've seen many parents on calls or video conferences with their children, etc., I think it's, it's opening up to more sharing and more vulnerability as well. So I, I hope it's going to stay as well to understand like, what the, the life of a parent is about as well exactly well look that's i think a great way of finishing i just want to say a, a huge heartfelt thank you because as i said at the the outset this is a topic that a lot of people go through but is very rarely discussed and my sincere hope is that others listening to this who are maybe in one of those different three stages either about to go on maternity or paternity leave going through it or now coming back i, I really hope that what we've said today both from an employee and an employer perspective would, would help the lives of many so as i said my sincere thanks to you all thank you for joining us in today's podcast and look forward to to speaking to you all very very soon but for now thank you we hope you enjoyed this episode of the gainsight game changer podcast please follow rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts for more information about all of our episodes please visit gainsight.com This podcast is produced and edited by StudioPod. To learn more about their work, go to studiopodsf.com.